0: Dan's Drive and Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute A minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party Copyright 1988 Your host, Daniel R. Budnick You can call him Dan Now, listen to this so 27 minute 27 hey everyone it's dan where were we uh let's see they were in the bedroom no they were in the living room they're in the bedroom they're back in the living room uh linda has gone back up to the bathroom now she's gone into the bathroom and the killer is slowly sneaking up that ladder that tommy left um against the side of the house let's listen Pardon us, love. I think we'll retire to the master bedroom. And do you have reservations. Only about my mate, dear. <laughs> <laughs> <You> laugh. <laughs> yeah. Say, Macho Man, when'd you go into training for football? Now's as good a time as any, I'd say. <laughs> Tommy, you asshole. <laughs> Christ! I'm sorry. Listen, I'll see you guys later. Boy, Linda's a little weird, you know. Oh, she's okay. <laughs> now you stay right here, and I'll be back in no time flat. Oh, <laughs> Crazy, stupid bitch. For strike alert for this minute. I believe that is Bound in the UK. The same song that was playing last time they were in the bedroom, still playing very lightly in the background. I think you can hear it uh, when uh, at the end of that scene when um, Chris bites Tommy's lip when they're kissing. Crazy stupid. You know, it's, it's a great. Um, and she's still within earshot. Uh, she must love it, though. Uh, they must love that. I don't know. It's... Well, did, so he begins to take off his shirt, and which has a, like a stain or like water or beer or something on the front of it. It's like really, it's like what the uh, the killer with his um, uh, his like he's got the wet nose on his surgical mask. It's like no, 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 dry that out. Don't use that. Um, but yeah, you can hear that song playing there. So there there we have that minute. At, and it starts off with the first, like, second we see the killer climbing up the ladder some more. But then it immediately goes to the staircase and that hallway, which looks like... Doesn't look as gungy as that opening sequence in the operating room where the killer gets his scrubs and stuff. But looks like that's film. I mean, you could see dirt on it and yuck and gunk that should all have been cleaned off but wasn't. And, um, yeah, it's it's just... Yeah. Now, having said that, my theory, my ridiculous theory, my over-the-top theory about um, some of it being shot on film, some of it being shot on video, and then the video being transferred to film uh, for possible theatrical release, and then that falling through, so then they transferred everything back to video... For its final thing, which is the craziest thing, but might work could have worked. I mean, in in 84 or 82, when this was made, everything wasn't going direct to video yet, but by 88 yeah, that was kind of the time. I think the bubble sort of burst on that a bit a little after that, but um, but that was that was the time for that, definitely. but uh, my theory is is kind of um, screwed up a little by the fact that if that is true, If I mean, because look look at all the scenes that are clearer. They don't look like home video. You know, you can watch 555, watch Sledgehammer, watch any of a, a Blood Cult. This does not look like that. Sort of does, but it has a filmic... It has like a video lighting texture, but a filmic sort of sheen. That's what makes me think it was video transfer to film. But then the thing that makes me think maybe that didn't happen... Is then why is why are the film bits why do they look so awful? Because the video would have been transferred to film, and then they would have sort of edited it together as much as they did, and then if they transferred it back to video, why do the film bits look so terrible? And generally, these other bits look so nice. Uh, it, that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. I don't even know if any of this makes sense. What I'm saying, I, I'd like to think it is, but it's sort of, um, I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because there wasn't any. You couldn't put a sheen on the home video back then. On video, I mean, you could diddle with it in the mixer. You could put stuff in negative and and things like that. But but you couldn't do like today, where you give the uh you know high def video the film look. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm really am dying to know. I mean, maybe it was all shot on film, and this is this is some strange looking like 35. It's it ain't 16 if if it because if it was 16 it would be super grainy and it's not so that must mean it's 35 but then what the heck were those other scenes shot on were those 16 or even 8 or or something i don't i don't know there is some strange editing uh, sound editing in there with the uh, christ with um linda because um uh, tommy picks chris up sets her down and then as he's setting her down linda watching the frame scares them but then there's like a like a gap in the audio for a couple of seconds before Christ, and then Linda Linda acting weird, and I think, to be honest, I think she she went up to the bat. I think she got sick. I think they gave her too much booze and she got sick. That's my theory on it. Um, but then how she knew that you know Chris and Tommy were on the way up to fool around. Mm, yeah, mm. So uh, what else do we have? I, I will ju- I will just say I'm not disparaging what Jen Jensen said in her interview at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, it's just, this look is, this look of the, the stuff that I think is video to film looks more like a boarding house on film kind of thing than a, a regular film at this time. Well, take, well, uh, this is 84, but when it came out, I've, I've used it before, 88, iced. Iced looks like it was shot on film. And it was. It's transferred to video where post-production was done. Boom. But this haziness, this is like, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Although, of course, having said that, I should go back and watch Revenge again because Revenge was shot, I think, on 35mm and then transferred to video. I think it has a very similar look. Mm, maybe maybe this is 35mm and some of those scenes are 16 or 8 and that's what she was talking about. Okay, I'll go for that, too. I'll go for that. Um, but let me check Revenge to... to um, uh, who, who, you know, how many other podcasts do you listen to where I say, for research, I'm going to go watch the sequel to Blood Cult Revenge for like the sixth time? Hmm? Very few, I would guess. Uh, let's see. They go up the steps. Oh, and I love, I love the thought that were Chris and Linda, did Chris, Linda, and uh, Tracy all meet in like acting class? Were they all in the theater when they're doing the, uh, only, oh, I can't do the, the, uh, the sort of Cockney type accents that they're trying to, but I love the, um, i love the other yeah, southern gals doing sort of the british accents and tommy just has a look on his face like huh what are you gals talking about but but it's, it's nice because oh uh, do you have reservations only about my mate dear and then they kind of giggle tommy and, and her giggle at each other and it's cute they have a cute moment and then when he when do you go in training uh now's the time good the time is that or whatever and he lifts her up and that's cute but then she immediately bites him on the lip which isn't very nice and he calls her a Stupid crazy bitch, and or just crazy bitch, I forget. Um, there's a lot of strange sound design going on here, and so that kind of ruins the moment a little, but yeah, that's and again, it's how, how many? I mean, how, how many? How many? How many? How many? How many? Um, I don't even know now. How, how long has it been? Let me look here. Piece of cake, sunup, orange juice, 22. I mean, what has it been like in the space of like five minutes? They've gone from less than five, even, I think they have gone from the um, living room to the bedroom, back down to the living room Linda's gone up to the bedroom and now she's going back down the living room presumably, and Chris and Tommy are going back up to the bed I mean, uh, don't, I mean, I would just say don't, 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 not on my sheets not on those sheets, she doesn't have like a comforter or blanket on there, it's just sheets, so maybe it's like, these will be sex sheets and we can burn them Afterwards, you know, burn them in the you know giant wicker statue out back or something like that, but okay. So you get um, you get uh, Chris and you get uh, Tommy there in there, and Tommy's taking his shirt off, and Chris is in going into the bathroom. And then at the end of the minute, we get an answer to half of the question that's been lingering over these past few minutes. Boy, this movie is re- when you when you watch it minute by minute like this you don't realize how sort of crazy the structure and, and, uh, of it is over here well, now we're over here now we're over there now they're over here now we're over there you know it seems almost like um, you know like uh, it, it seems like from the way everyone seems to get from here to there and everything seems to go quicker it reminds me of and uh, forgive the Doctor Who reference have you ever seen a story from gosh when did it air end of 80 start of 81 early 81 Warrior's Gate where the Doctor, Second Romana, and Canine, and Adric land at the zero point in between E Space and N Space, which is just a big white space. And it's only them, a gigantic sort of slave ship, filled with really bored um, crewmen, uh, very much like a Dark Star kind of thing, um, and uh, a giant gateway that's just in the middle of nowhere. And it's, it's a space that, because of an element involved, is is, so, so it's like they get out of the TARDIS and they go to the gateway. Then they go to the ship. Then they go back to the gateway. Then the guys from the ship go from the gateway to the, the, the TARDIS. Then they go from the TARDIS to the ship, ship to the gateway, back to the ship. And someone, uh, someone, um, makes a point at one time, wow, that didn't seem like that took as long as it did last time. And then like another trip or two, they said that didn't seem like it took take any time at all. And it's like the like the like something is pulling the space together so the spaces are getting smaller and smaller. And I like to think here that when it started, we had the houses and we had the hospital and we had the schools and they were these huge distances from each other. But as the movie's going along... Whoosh, it's all shrinking up and you're here and you're here and you're here now you're here now you're here now you're here and it's just like all these spaces are, are pulling together until it will just be the final girl and the killer standing in the middle of the living room on the couch fighting for their lives and everything else around them is darkness or whiteness uh, depending upon uh, the color scheme uh, maybe what matches the couch so yeah so it ends with the minute ends with you see the front door you see Billy's face poke in and then you see him well, I mean actually let me let me I don't wanna I don't wanna lead you astray here. There's Tommy with the shirt off. Everybody loves it. Okay, when the minute ends, uh, he's kind of doing a he's opened the door and he's kinda of doing a sneak, sneak, sneak through it. Notice what what is um on the edge of the door there? Is that like a is that like tape or is that like is the has the paint been scraped off of there or something like that? I'd hate to think that the film crew did that what is that like right at the end of the minute when billy's kind of doing a sneak 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 in backwards kind of face look at the look at the edge of the door what happened to it i feel bad for it but um yeah that's this minute everybody and i think things are going to really pick up from here actually i think things will probably stay about the same until the end of the movie but certainly things are kooky so there you have it uh listen